Welcome to the Keystone Kickoff Show, brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. Hello and welcome to the Keystone Kickoff Show. It's quarter number one. I'm Jim Galante along with Andy Shea. And we've got a very special guest with us, president of Penn State Chapter of Uplifting Athletes and long snapper specialist for the Nittany Lions, Chris Stoll. Chris, first of all, thanks so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. As I said, Chris is the president of the Uplifting Athletes Chapter. We know Andy is part of the, uh, uh, the Uplifting Athletes team, so it's good that he's here with us also. But just to get us started, Chris, I'm sure there's some fans out there who really don't know very much about Uplifting Athletes and Lift for Life, the signature event at the Penn State chapter. How about giving us a quick background of what it's all about? Yeah, so Uplifting Athletes was actually originally started at Penn State with Mr. Shirley, um, since then, uh, there's been, I think, a little under 30 chapters throughout uh, the United States and colleges. Um, basically, what we do is we do Lift for Life. Lift for Life is a, a platform for not only us to engage with fans and have people come out to watch us bench press, but it's also a way to raise awareness and funding for rare diseases in the rare disease community. So all those people with rare diseases are able to you know, have a team behind them, multiple teams at this point, with as many chapters as we have, and we're able to give them hope and uh, finding hopefully some cures um, with our funding that we do, and also just giving them, you know, a support team. Obviously a fantastic cause. Let's talk specifically about the Lift for Life event, the where's, the when's, and, and so on, because I'm sure a lot of our listeners would be interested in attending this year's event. Yeah, so this year uh, we will actually be open to the public again, and we're really excited about that. Uh, it'll be on June Thursday, June 30th at 5 p.m. at the uh, out, Outdoor Lash football facility. Uh, basically what they can expect is a whole lot of fun. Uh, all of our guys on the team who are here during the summer will be participating in the 225 bench press test. Uh, all those reps uh, are able to be um, donated for on pledgeit.com. Uh, this way we can um, raise a certain amount of money per each rep we are benched. So um, basically during the lift we'll have obviously the 225 bench press going and then also some side um, competitions going. We'll have a offense versus defense tug of war, some tire flip competitions, uh, a 1v1 farmer hold, which those, those get pretty exciting. So overall it's just a really uh, exciting event for fans to engage uh, see all our players, you know, without all the, the gear on, the helmets, they can see our faces, uh, enjoy our personalities, and have a good time. It's been years, of course, like for everyone else since I've been there, but it's always been a, a lot of fun. Andy, I know Chris would be too modest to talk about it, but like Chris is president of the chapter at Penn State. There's a lot that goes into that job, isn't there? There is, and he's been involved in, in the leadership at Penn State for the Penn State chapter of uplifting athletes, basically since early in his career, since he stepped on campus, he ascended and you know was behind. You know, saw uh, some quarterbacks have leadership roles at Penn State while he was there, and then he stepped into the chapter president, the the main leadership role, right before the 
COVID-19 pandemic in 2020. So from my you know standpoint, it's, it's required some extra commitment and work from Chris to, and from all the chapter leaders, but especially at a, a place like Penn State, the, the charter chapter for uplifting athletes in terms of our chapter network, it's been tough because this is the first time since 2019 that they've had an in-person event. No events in 2020. Nothing was allowed to be public in 2021 with the pandemic. So each one of these guys that steps into a leadership role, like Chris has a, is a certain kind of person. I like to say they're cut from a different mold, but it has been a little extra tough for all these guys um, during the pandemic. So I just wanted to ask you, Chris, by the way, he's heading into his fourth season as Penn State's long snapper, just so you know a little uh, background on him. Live for Life is back in person. I just wanted to ask you the significance for you, not only as the chapter leader, but also everyone else on your team. How significant is it? And does it add like an extra excitement and just kind of feel like we're kind of starting over a little bit again? Yeah, it's definitely an exciting time. Uh, obviously, we have uh, freshmen who just got on campus. We have freshmen from last year and the year before when the, the pandemic started, who really have no idea what an in-person lift for life is and how it, how the energy is from the fans and um, just how we are able to interact with them and, and kind of enjoy ourselves and have a little fun uh, through all this work that we we're putting in during the summer. Um, just can't express enough how excited I am personally and uh, just can't wait for everyone to come out and see. Uh, Chris, one of the things that I saw when I was out there a few years ago when uh, the public could attend is you can bring the kids you could bring the little ones there and there are things for them to do and they get a chance to get up close to the players correct we uh we're gonna have something special hopefully planned uh we're working through the kinks right now but uh should be able to have all the kids involved um and and their families and um everyone in the stands and also Tell me a little bit more about this is the offense, the competition when it's the offense versus the defense. Tell me a little bit more about the events that the fans will be able to see the two sides of the ball competing on. Yeah, so obviously we do uh, competitions on the field, but we also do competitions um, off the field um, with funding and um, raising awareness, uh, you know, sending tweets out, um, posting on Instagram, everything we can do. Uh, on the field, uh, offense versus defense, who can get the most reps on 225. Tire flips will all be, you know, offense versus defense. Obviously, tug of war is awesome when you have the O-line and the D-line going against each other. That can get pretty intense. And then with the farmer holes, just, that's just 1v1. Guys can call people out. Uh, that's That gets really exciting, really intense, and I can't wait for it. If, if, if any fans want to learn more information about Lift for Life or want to find out anything, you can go to pledgeit.org backslash PSU lift 22 or just go to upliftingathletes.org. You can find anything out there you need um, about Penn State's upcoming lift for life on June 30th. Good luck to you guys. But I wanted to see if I could ask a couple football questions since we got, you know, a Penn State player on here. Is that is that good with you, Chris? Of course. So I just am curious. You have so much seat time under you. As I said, 35 games, a wealth of experience. So I'm just wondering... You can give me a wild guess, too, starting with camp and over the course of a regular 13-game season, including a bowl game. Do you have any idea how many snaps you execute over the course of that four to five months? That's a if lot. You have to take a wild guess. like Probably around 1,000 or 1,500 in that range. That's a lot of snapping. So I wanted to ask you, because you, 
He does both punting, snapping, and he snaps for uh, kicks and extra points. Which was the one you had to work at harder or develop as a craft for you? Which one did you have to become, did you have to put more work in to get better at? Because you do both at an ex excellent level, but that's not inherent. Was there one or the other that was tougher for you to, that you had to put more time into? Uh, punt snaps are always kind of the more difficult version. Um, obviously with field goal snaps, it's more about accuracy, getting the laces where they need to be, but it's not really about speed. Um, obviously when you first get on campus as a freshman, you're not, you're not to your, your full potential strength wise. So, uh, building up strength, uh, building up consistency with your motion for punt, for punt, punt snaps. Uh, that's the most important thing, you know, being able to hit, uh, the right hip or the left hip for lefties, you know, that's accuracy and speed is the, is the name of the game. Speaking of punt snapping, you've, uh, during your career at Penn State, you've Snap for a couple pretty good guys who can punt the ball. Blake Gillikin, the current New Orleans Saints punter. Jordan Stout, who's just drafted in the most recent NFL draft by the Ravens in the fourth round. Obviously, there's, those are two guys, special teams-wise, they are elite at their craft, and you have to match that as their long snapper. Is there one type of snap that fits all at that level, that very high level, or did you have to make adjustments for each one of them because they're each uniquely different? There's definitely adjustments you can make. Um, it's more about, and as snappers, we hate to say this, but it's more about where you miss. Um, kind of like professional golfers. Um, right. they'll, they'll, they'll say, you know, I can I can hit into this, this bunker, but I need to take out that tree miss. I need to take out that left hook miss. Um, so different punters will say, if you're going to miss anywhere, miss miss to my face. Or if you're going to miss anywhere, miss, miss low to my knees. Um, that's really just the only thing. Um, obviously every punter loves a perfect snap right to their hip. Um, and obviously you want to do that a hundred times out of a hundred, but cause sometimes that's not possible and not, no one's perfect in this world. So, um, just kind of knowing where, where the miss is for that specific punter is important. Now, Chris, you have a new special teams coach this year. How much coaching is involved for the snappers? It seems like it's such a specialty after this many years doing it. Can a new uh, coach tell you something new? Yeah, always. Um, I am fortunate to have four special teams coordinators in my six-year career. Um, each one of them offers a different perspective, um, have different experiences that they can um, teach you, and you can lean on them you know, to continue to learn and to continue to evolve. Um, not so much the technical um, aspect of snapping, but you know, there's mental sides, there's physical sides. Some are better helping you with blocking. Some are, are, you know, more adapt to different, you know, field goal snaps and um, punt snaps. Um, whether you're going to release, block, there's a whole different, a number of different things that they can teach you. But I am just certainly blessed to have four different uh, special teams coordinators who have all taught me. Now, one more uh, football question. Jordan Stout is gone, who was doing everything. How are the new guys performing? I think everyone's performing really well. Uh, this time of the summer... Um, you know, it's really about working on your craft. You know, if a kicker is not good from the left hash, then they, this is the time to work on that left hash kick. Um, snappers, if you're, you know, struggling with blocking to the left or blocking to the right, that's this is the time to work on it. So uh, guys are coming in every day. We're working with each other. Um, not only is there always competition going on, but there's always learning and teaching. We're able to uh, teach each other, especially me and uh, Jake, who's also a fifth-year guy. We have a lot of experience, a lot of game time. We're able to kind of teach that to the young guys and um, get them as much experience as we can. 
one more time, can you tell us where folks could go online, you said, if they want to make a contribution, exactly when the event is, where it is? Yeah, so the event will be held on Thursday, June 30th at 5 p.m. at the Lash Football Facility outside on the turf field. Uh, you are able to donate. Um, a lot of our guys will have tweeted out links to their specific pages. Um, you can look on uh, your favorite Penn State football player's Twitter. Um, you can also go to pledgeit.org backslash PSU Lift 22, or, or you can go to upliftingathletes.org to get more information. And I'll, I'll thank you also, Chris, and thank you for your work there with uh, Uplifting Athletes and Lift for Life. And thank you so much for being on the show. All right, that's it for quarter number one. Stick around, quarter number two. Ross Tucker's going to show up. This is Jen from Collegiate Athletic Travel. We've been offering travel to the biggest Penn State games for over 50 years. This fall, we continue that tradition in partnership with Keystone Sports Network with a trip to the Penn State Auburn game. Join us for charter flight, staying at the team hotel, transportation to and from the game, and even a great tailgate party at the stadium are included. For more information, go to athletictravel.com or call 1-800-788-4414. See you there. What defines the special spirit of Penn State? Why Penn State by author Greg Woodman looks to Happy Valley in the 1980s for answers. Featuring rare photos, original essays, and exclusive interviews with Coach Paterno, this beautiful 256-page full-color hardback edition explores the why behind We Are. It's chicken soup for the Nittany Lion's soul and makes the perfect gift for any Penn Stater in your life, including you. Order today at whypennstate.com. 